We rolling. Out of the four major sports, which is MLB, NBA, NHL, and NFL, which one you can see being eliminated in the next 10 to 20 years and why? You know, I'm going to have to go ahead and say uh, the American pastime and uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, games are too long, games are too slow, and there's too many games. Um, so I don't even know. And to take your family a four to a ball game uh, is not really affordable. Uh, so I think those guys may be in for some trouble down the road. Name another city in America you will make a place like Vegas, and what would you do different? Uh, to make another place like Vegas? Yes, in okay. America. Yes. All right. Uh, I'd, pro- I'd probably say uh, New Orleans. Uh, Reason why? And I feel like that, that, that New Orleans is a, is a city where people go to look for the same type of things they look for when they come to Vegas. And then my last question. I got a few more questions. Yeah. Is that okay with you? Absolutely. Thank you. In a rap battle, do you like hip hop? Absolutely. In a rap battle, for the win, who would you take, Eminem or Lil Wayne? It has to be Eminem. Lauren Hill or Bahamadia? Lauren Hill. Twister or Busta Rhymes? Busta Rhymes. Common or Lupe Fiasco? Lupe Fiasco. I want to thank you for your time. Have a great one. Absolutely. In the next 10 to 20 years, which of the four major, major sports you can see being eliminated? That's Major League Baseball, NFL, NHL, and NBA. Which one of the four you can see being eliminated? Um, I'm going to say baseball just because of the negative. Uh, feedback that they've been getting over the past few years a lot of the different sports they've had um, uh, just not too long a lot of the different sports they had uh, controversy and scandal and all that other stuff but they bounced back whether it be the NFL they survived NBA survived but baseball they're still reeling and it seems like they still have issues on the same lines out of the four major airlines, which is America, United, Southwest, and Delta, Delta, which one you could possibly see being eliminated? Uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Just because uh, you're going to need flights, but same principle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Delta gets the worst reviews and uh, slack at a any of those other three, so uh, I would say Delta. Which other airlines besides those four you can see being number one? Which other airlines besides those four you can see being number one? Um, I think it's going to be I'm going to have an asterisk and a question mark because (laughs) just for the simple fact that (laughs) Uh, I think there's going to be a new player in the game when it comes to travel. Um, There's too many millionaires, billionaires uh, in this day and age and technology on top of it. I don't see new, I don't see old airlines implementing any kind of over-the-top technology, but I think somebody's going to come out with 
a brand new way to travel by air or a brand new kind of airplane or something like that in the near future. Name another city in America you will make a place like Vegas and what would you do different? Repeat that question one more time. Not a problem. Name another city in America you will make like Vegas and what would you do different? Um, one that I think is already prime, <clears throat> prime, and um, it's not considered to be Vegas would be like L.A. Just for the simple fact that they got the people, uh, they got the infrastructure. The one thing I would change is because it's already like a destination spot. But I would learn from what Vegas has learned. Even though you can raise prices like Vegas is doing, and people will still come, and the whole issue is like, okay, uh, charge more money. People are going to pay it regardless. I would keep the same old-school Vegas vibe in respects to cheap food, uh, cheap hotel, and but uh, or cheap hotel stay. But decent prices are if not cheap prices just because you want people to come there and gamble or whatnot so that's what i would change because vegas is getting out of hand you they are charge somebody took 20 dollars for a bottle of water <laughs> <laughs> you are in the process of creating your own state you are in the process excuse me of creating your own state in america what rules would you have in place? Um, um, just if I was to do something like that, uh, I would take one off of something that was discussed with me by another one of my boys in respects to uh, everybody um, makes the same. Let's say, for instance, if you work for a corporation or Say, for instance, uh, if you drive transportation track taxi, everybody, no matter if you're the GM, no matter if you're a supervisor, no matter if you're a driver, no matter if you're a custodian, no matter if you're, everybody makes the same amount. That way, you would have no headaches in respect to, oh, man, I'm not making as much, or, you know, people want to, uh, either quit their job to move up or, you know, everybody has the same amount of pay. Um, but they're doing their job to the best of their ability. Wow. Because with my follow-up question, I was going to ask you, would you still have capitalism? Would you still have capitalism? Uh, capitalism? Uh, I don't think it works. Mm -hmm. In a model like that, just for the simple fact that, you know, <laughs> the idea is to try and make as much money as possible. Now, you got to put stuff in perspective. Like, if you're, like, the owner or something of that nature, yeah, obviously you're going to be making more money because you're providing services and you're making product and stuff like that. But as far as, like, the help, as far as, like, employees... Um, no, you just want to make it so that 
your employees don't gripe and that they're taken care of. Match his last few questions. In a rap battle, for the win, out of the names I'll be mentioning, who would you take, Eminem or Lil Wayne? Ooh, that's tough. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, um, I'm gonna have to go with Eminem, bro. <laughs> Kendrick or Andre Three Thousand. Kendrick Lamar or Andre Three Thousand. Uh, I like old school. I love Three Thousand, but. Uh, I like Kendrick's lyrics better, yeah. Out of the names I mentioned, who will be your number one to take it all? I'm going to say Eminem, just because if you really listen to his uh, raps, it's always double meanings and it's always a story. I think somebody taught him to tell stories in his raps and that goes a long way as opposed to hearing other rappers nowadays just talking about subject matters and things that don't really have any kind of substance even though Eminem can be silly and, and stupid sometimes what he's talking about or whatever for the most part it always paints a picture you know if you was blind and you couldn't see a rap video uh, and you heard him rapping as fast as he raps, you can still p- paint a picture in your head what he's talking about. Hmm. As silly as it may be. I'm going to give you some names of some people debating. Who, excuse me, who do you think will win the debate? Malcolm X or Louis Farrakhan? Hmm. I'm going to say Farrakhan. Frederick Douglass or Marcus Garvey? Uh, I'm going to say Frederick Douglass. Martin Luther King or T.D. Jakes? Uh, I'm going to say Martin Luther King. And this is my last final question. Um, Short, sweet, get to the point. Name that one movie that you will watch over, over, and over again. Ooh. <laughs> uh, over and over and over again. Oh, man. Recommending it to others as well. Um, no, that's good. That's a good question. There's not many. Uh-oh. 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 Come on. I hope I ain't got them. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many. It's like I, I'm trying to think something. Is it a funny movie? Is it a dramatic? Is it it's a, whatever you think, man? Let's go. Uh, that's that's a tough one, man. We get back at <laughs> it. One. Get back at it. Yeah, yeah. Come back to me on that one. <laughs> I appreciate the time, big bro. You have a good one. All right, my man. All right, peace. Appreciate it. Which of the four major sports? Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and NFL, you can see possibly going in the next 10 to 20 years, and why?
um, for me, obviously the NBA. Um, the NBA is producing, I don't know, the same thing. And I see now they got super teams and it's all about the three ball now. Uh, if you can't shoot the three ball, you might as well even uh, go to the playoffs. Out of the four major airlines, America, United, Southwest, and Delta, which one you possibly see going in the next four years? Or t- excuse me, next five, next ten to twenty years. Uh, probably a, a Delta. Reason why? Um, I don't hear too much about Delta. <laughs> you are in the process of creating your own state in America. What rules would you have in place? Um, I would abolish uh, guns. Uh, everybody would have to learn hand-to-hand combat. Um, two, uh, there would be free education. You know, I believe uh, education should be given to all. If you want to learn, you should learn. And that will progress, you know, uh, my state's uh, economy and everything. Uh, three, I think um, uh, if you want to be a father, there should be a class on fathering. And you know, teach them how to be a father and to be better fathers. I'm going to throw you a curveball. Name, excuse me, well, first of all, would you still have capitalism? Uh, No, I would not. Uh, I think capitalism uh, is what's destroying, you know, America today. Um, Everybody should have opportunity to uh, be in a predicament where they can take care of themselves, uh, so we take care of their families. So I would I would do it with the capitalism. I'm going to give you some names of some people debating and who you think will win. Malcolm X or Louis Farrakhan? Mm, I would say uh, Malcolm X. Frederick, uh, Douglas, Frederick Douglass or Marcus Garvey? Uh, Frederick Douglass. Martin Luther King Jr. or T.D. Jakes? Martin Luther King Jr. Out of the last, excuse me, out of the, excuse me, out of the list of names I gave you, who do you think will win if they all debated at once, and why? Um, I would probably say Malcolm X. Um, uh, he was uh, about the people. He was for the people. Um, and at that time, uh, it, it needed under drastic measures. You know, uh, our people were getting beat up on, you know, stomped on. And, uh, you know, he came with the approach that, you know, we're going to give it back to you. You know, whatever you give us, we'll give it back to you. My last question. Name that one movie you can watch over and over and over again. Name that one movie, your movie, that you like a lot. Like, I got to watch it over and over. I got to see it again. I got to see it again. So, for me, um, Rocky, the Rocky uh, movies. Talk to me. Um, Pick one. Which um, one? One, two, well, three. Right. Talk to me. Yeah. Um. Well, all, well, all of them. Um. It, it showed, you know, a guy that 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 had low education. You know, he was quote unquote a, a bum on the street. You know, he was just trying to, you know, uh, you know, get a couple of bucks. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. He got into a situation where uh, there was a chance to, you know, come up, and he didn't take it lightly. You know, uh, he went out there, he trained hard, and he showed out, and even showed people, you know, you can be at a low level. And still have, you know, a lot of heart and, and, and win, you know. Um, and he actually, you know, beat the champion of the world, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's, a, you know, a great story. And also it, it had the story of him as his family, his wife, you know, their hardships. Uh, even after he became champion, you know, the whole story of, of 
being on top and falling. He got on top, he fell, got back on top, you know. Um, he became a national hero. Um, uh, Russian, you know, killed his, 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 um, his buddy. And he avenged his buddy's death, you know, also by teaching people um, that it's best to just have, you know, two people fighting it out rather than the whole country's going to war killing each other. Uh, and then it went on to uh, inspire uh, somebody else, the, the guys uh, who died, Creed's son, you know, to um, live on in his father's uh, shoes and do the same things, you know, to be from the bottom, to go up to the top, to go to the top, to fall, to have a family and take care of your family. So I choose the Rocky series. I want to thank you. Have a great one. Peace. Peace, bro. In the next 10 or 20 years, which one of the four major sports you could possibly see in being eliminated? That's Major League Baseball, NFL, NHL, and NBA. Which one you could possibly see in being eliminated in the next 10 or 20 years? I would have to say the NHL, National Hockey League, and I might be biased because I don't know a lot of people who watch it, but looking at how the, I guess, national, like the demographics of America, the people who watch it are predominantly Caucasian people or people in like the rural areas and stuff. And I think that they're projecting that, that group to like get smaller as the years go on. So I think with them getting smaller, the popularity of that sport going to get smaller as well because not too many, you know, other ethnicities watch it. Name another city oh. Name another city in America you will make a place like Vegas. And mm. what would you do different? With... Okay. Another city in America that I would make a place like Vegas. In America. Okay. I would say Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Talk and I feel me. like Pine Bluff, specifically, mm. it's in the South. Um, it has, it's like up and coming, but it doesn't have a lot of people from different places. So it's the same people who've been there for years and years and years, and they don't know how to build it up to something different because they only know Pine Bluff as it used to be. But, it, it, I mean, it's nice price. People like to move there because it's priced right. Um, they have a new up-and-coming government structure. So I would, I would say I would try to make Pine Bluff, Arkansas like that. You are in the process of creating your own state in America. What rules would you have in place? Mm. I think I would... I think I would keep the same major rules that all the states or this country has, but I would... The way we do punishment, I would do different. So I would um, I would most definitely do punishment kind of how South Africa does their punishment. So if you do something to a person, you have to pay it back. You have to give back. So like if you steal from somebody, you got to work until you pay what you stole back. Um, and that goes for all things. Like when somebody, if somebody killed your father or something, that person who murdered the person has to now take financial responsibility of the children, the wife, the family that they took away the father from. And so I would try to keep the same laws, but the punishment wouldn't be so much lock them up, throw them away, but necessarily you have to pay into the society you took away from. 
Would you still? Would you still have capitalism? I. I would. I don't think capitalism is bad when it's regulated. So I would have a democracy similar to the one we have now. And I would still have socialist policies, socialism policies, but not a socialist government. So I would still keep capitalism, but it would be regulated. And no matter how rich you are, you still have to pay a percentage of what you're making. And there wouldn't be write-offs for large companies and things like that. To win a debate, and if you had to pick one, mm-hmm. which one would you pick, Malcolm X or Louis Farrakhan, to win a debate? Mm. That is a good one. I would pick... I think I would pick Malcolm X. Hold that thought. I got a few other ones. Frederick Douglass or Marcus Garvey? Ooh, um... Frederick Douglass. Martin Luther King or T.D. Jakes? Martin Luther King. Dick Gregory or Dr. Claude Anderson? Mm. Dick Gregory. Out of the name that I was that was given, which one you liked the most to win the debate and why? Mm. Who's your go-to person you're going to roll with? Okay. I would go with I would go with the classic Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X. Talk to me. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Reason why? Oh, I would do that because they both had a strong position and you can see the growth in both of their positions as their lives continue. Malcolm X at the end of his life to me while he was always radical, he started having um, an understanding of both sides and an understanding of having some level of calmness. And Martin Luther King, on the other end, he started off real docile and for only peace. But at the end, he understood the reason and necessity of radicalization. And I think good debates are from people who understand both sides of the spectrum. In a rap battle... For the win, excuse me, in a rap battle, that was beautiful too. In a rap battle for the win, who would you pick, Rhapsody or Mega The Stallion? Ooh, (laughs) Rhapsody. Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj. I have a few other questions. You're in the process of throwing a barbecue late at night. You invite Mm -hmm. friends, family, colleagues, etc. Who would you play to keep the mood going through the night? Jill Scott or Erica Badu? Jill Scott. Aaliyah or Alicia Keys? Alicia Keys. Neo or Mario? Neo. Bruno or The Weeknd? Bruno. That was beautiful. Well put, well said. I want to ask you this last question before you get on out of here. Okay. Out of the four major airlines, Southwest, Delta, American, and United, which one out of the four you could see possibly being eliminated in the next 10 to 20 years? Mm. And why? 
I'm gonna have to go with United, and I only say United because I've only flown them once, and I feel like they have the worst bag policy, and I don't hear a lot of people talking favorably for them. Wow, that was beautiful. In the next ten, excuse me, in the next ten years, which one of the major sports, which is MLB, NHL, NFL, and NBA, you can see it being eliminated in the next ten years, and why? Eliminated. Yes. Pick one. Which one out of the four major sports in the next ten to twenty years you can see being eliminated, and why? Well, MLB is probably on the trailing end just because of its income level, but it has a bunch of real estate as well. They keep they kind of all work together, all four of those things, don't they? Uh huh. Um, I probably have to use a process of deduction. The NFL ain't going anywhere. <laughs> it's like the new wrestling man. It's uh, everyone thinks it's legit, but it's probably a little a little shady, especially with the amount of gambling that goes on with it. NBA's getting there too. They start putting different players in and yanking people around and changing the over/unders on scores. I'd have to say the MLB, if any one of them. Um, hockey's the smallest, but it's growing quickly. It doesn't need a lot of space. They can perform in stadiums and all kinds of locations that the other guys can't because they need you know ten times the room and twenty times the parking. <laughs> so I'd have to say the MLB is probably the one that'll go out, if any. Name another city in America. You will make a place like Vegas, and what would you do different? <laughs> well, I've got a moral compass, so I wouldn't make another place like Vegas. Um, <laughs> I don't know that another Vegas can be made. The logistics behind what Las Vegas is is a tax loophole from the get-go. Paradise, Nevada, is where all of the major casinos were built originally. And it's a it's a tax loophole. It's a tax haven. We're essentially inside that zone. People can write off certain debts and incomes and pass through money in a way that is unique in the entire country. There is not many places in the country that are like that, except maybe Indian reservations. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't think anybody would make another Vegas. I certainly wouldn't. Uh, but that's just my personal my my personal bias, I suppose. That's what counts. You are in the process of creating your own state in America. What rules would you have in place? I think about that a lot. Um, essentially, the Constitution is our rules. The Declaration of Independence states what our rights are. And I got a whole bunch of hangups with the things that it says or doesn't say. Um, man, I could go on for 10 hours about what I would make for rules. But I don't know where to start, honestly. That's a tough one. If you're going to try to govern people, I think it has to be resource-based. It's got to be constrained by what's available naturally instead of subsidizing and bringing it from other places because I think that's a lot of the conflicts. And, uh, yeah, the thing about making a state is you decide some lines, some invisible lines on the globe. Right. And as soon as those lines are made, you create enemies on the other side. And if there's no lines, it's really hard to go to war over something that isn't separated. So I'm kind of against making states. Um, yeah, I'm against it. I would, I would prefer things. I would prefer states get dissolved and entire continents become unified the way that they are naturally through that, geography. That's even better. What programs? 
for the development of young people you would have in place without the state? Well, I, I would probably get rid of the general education system as a whole. I think separating people by ages and trying to do that is just an offshoot of the worker mentality. You know, we have to put our kids in school so we can go to work. And it's kind of a chicken and egg situation where I'm not sure which one started first, but they've all strengthened each other to the extent that people can't stop going to work without kids not going to school. And it becomes this moral, you know, double-edged sword. I would, uh, I'd probably change education systems so they were truly free, so that people wouldn't even have to enroll and they wouldn't need names per se. You know what I mean? You wouldn't have to register all these kids and do all that. In general, people would be able to learn what they want, how they want, when they want. And I think that would kind of transform the educators also because it's shocking how unintelligent this country is, yet we have a massively structured education system that even if you pour more money into it, it's not going to help anybody because um, it's not actually meant to help anybody. It's a system that just kind of siphons off the money. And then if they can get around to manipulating the education to make us be overly proud Americans, you know, naive about the real true histories. Those things are an afterthought, but it's all about skimming the money off first. Um, have to find education systems that aren't profitable. And I don't mean nonprofits because nonprofits are just another name for, you know, pass all the income through and people still make money and they still skim off the top. Wow. So, well, this leads, this actually leads to my next question. Would you still have capitalism? Wow. I'm an anti-capitalist, just outright. I know a lot of people can't go on to that thought because as human beings, we naturally want to fill a hole. And because of that tendency, we're unable to actually solve problems because the problems that we have with capitalism and democracy and the system as a whole that we live in is that we're not going to have a direct answer. We don't have a Lego piece to put back in the spot that we're going to make. Mm. And just because we don't have that answer doesn't mean we shouldn't start taking apart that system because I think it might be the other way around in the sense that once that gap is created, we can then talk intelligently about what to put in that gap or whether or not it works. But my outlook on capitalism is it's, it's an offshoot or it's a vestige of the stock market. And now they work so closely hand in hand that Capitalism is about growth unnaturally, unsustainably, and before the stock market and before getting off the gold standard, it wasn't so bad. But now that we have no gold standard, meaning money's elastic, we can inflate it and make it whatever we want because it's all made up. The systems like the stock market are just magnifying those systems because the stock market is just made up money that inflates and balloons Hmm. and then makes up a whole bunch more money that was never real. Hmm. And um, capitalism, the way it functions now is, it's, in my experience, it siphons off the actual money that people like you and I make, hard dollars, and then the best usage of that for the capitalists, not just elites, but people that have a lot of control, mm-hmm. is to get us to put our money in so that can multiply and make even more made-up money, which they, of course, um, usurp the majority of. So, unfortunately capitalism is being fueled by the stock market and the stock market loves it and it's not going to slow down because things like cryptocurrency are the latest iteration of a of a stock market like idea 
And uh, it seems that we're just always creating another way to make up more money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not us, of course. We're still doing the hard labor. Mm-hmm. And from the employer-employee relationship, we are still sacrificing our hours and negotiating our time and that's the real gdp that's the real work Mm. and that small amount of money that we make Mm -hmm. gets you know kind of tricked out of us because we're foolish in our investments and we go buy houses and we create ridiculous amounts of interest to buy things that we can't afford Mm -hmm. and with those systems in place although we do get some benefits it's so disproportionate that we as americans you and me and regular everyday people we are sabotaging our futures because we can't see the effects of what we do when we take out loans and essentially participate in capitalism. It's so disproportionate and, you know, against us that any way we actually interact in it is, you know, digging our own graves. Wow, I agree. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> My bad. Uh, real quickly, this will be the last one. I'm actually the last, last question right here. Actually, I got two more, but this will be the last one of the last ones. One round in a rap battle for the win, who would you take, Eminem or Lil Wayne? Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm kind of anti-Eminem just because he was so hot and trendy back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard that he has put in his footwork. Um, I know he's really good at rap battles. I've seen quite a few, and I don't have too much experience with Lil Wayne. But the reason why I say Jay-Z is because I love lyricists. I love wordsmiths and people that can really get into the language and and tear it apart and, you know, add new meanings to words. And I don't see that a lot through Lil Wayne or Eminem. Um, mm. But I guess I'd have to say Eminem in a rap battle. Lauren Hill or Bahamadia? <laughs> Lauren Hill. Twister or Busta Rhymes? Twister. Common or Lupe Fiasco? Common. Kendrick Lamar or Andre 3000? Kendrick Lamar. Last one. Ice Cube or Snoop Dogg? I suppose Ice Cube, but they're a little too mainstream for me. We'll have to, between Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg, we'll have to say uh, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. He would win out of that battle. <laughs> <laughs> I got you on a part two. What about Tupac or Biggie in the battle? Which one? Who you gonna roll with? They wouldn't battle. They're both lovers, baby. They would have taken care of things and made it right together. They would have collaborated. <laughs> oh, that's even more than better. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Those guys, uh, they lost too much when they were younger. I'm not sure they. I'm not sure they would actually battle. I bet they would probably unify and try to, uh, you know, build an empire together. Right. Even on. if it was behind the scenes. <laughs> that is my last one. Uh, I'm going right. to ask you for your own personal, and then this will be my multiple choice. I want you to pick out of my stash. Okay. Name that movie you can watch over. Just name that one movie. I can give you two, but give me one that you can watch over and over. Over and over. I got seven, seven that I have, but coming to America, well, give me seven. I've probably give me seven. seen over 200 times in my life. Okay. You say coming to America. <laughs> Straight up. Like it taught me how it taught me comedy. It taught me everything. Cause in my young age, my lineup was like the Little Mermaid, 
um, Aladdin, and those are cartoons. But then Coming to America was on the same videotape, on the same VHS, because you know you had a whole bunch recorded on one. Mm-hmm. And I put let the whole thing play, and it was the only real live action, you know, actors with scripts, and just it's it's a part of my DNA. You know what I mean? Out of these multiple choices, pick one. This is from my own po- multiple choices. This is my own personal stash. Okay. For movies, like you watch over and over. House Party, Cooley High, The Mac, Malcolm X, Colors. Mr. Timms with Sidney Poitier. Pick one. See, now I gotta approach it a different level. Like, if I had to only watch one, because those are all good movies. <laughs> but if I was gonna watch one over and over and over and over again, it would probably be House Party, because it's got like uplifting, mm-hmm. you know. But I love the messages in Malcolm X. Um, Colors, I think I would just, if I watch it every day, it would give me a bad outlook on the world, maybe. <laughs> if, you know what I'm saying? If I watch it every single day, it might beat me down a little bit. Right. But uh, I'd have to say House Party, just because I'm kind of lighthearted like that. That's funny. That's one of my favorite movies. My mother took me out to go see, man. I appreciate your time. I look forward to having you as a guest again and again. Thank you. Smooth. I appreciate your time, and thank you for getting a hold of me, brother. Right on. Peace. Take care. In the next 10 to 20 years, which of the four major sports you can see possibly being eliminated? That's M- NBA, MLB, NHL, and NFL. Which one and why? The next 10 to 20 years, yes. which one will be eliminated? Yes. Which, yes. I truly would say neither one of them. Talk and the me. reason that I give is because... Each one of them, in and of themselves, we call it a sport. Like I say, whatever your ego wants to call it, that's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with calling it whatever you want to call it. But basically, all, each one of them sports, baseball, NBA, NHL, NFL, there's nothing but capitalism. Mm. So you're never going to eliminate capitalism as long as you got the ego. Because the ego all want to capitalize on something. And long as it can generate money, or any kind of money, a notoriety, you're going to always have them different vehicles around. You see, you're not going to eliminate them no more than you're going to eliminate capitalism. Because capitalism comes from the word to capitalize. Hmm. And anytime someone can capitalize on something, they're going to keep it going. And so the ego loves capitalize on people's sensation of fascination with attention. That's what gave birth to social media. Social media is the human being desire to have attention. That's what sports or whatever you want to call it, you know, is the human being desire to imagine to see someone else do something that maybe they wish they could do or think they can't do that somebody else can do that is better than them. It all goes back to the ego. So Trying to eliminate them is like trying to eliminate, you know, the universe. Good luck. <laughs> name, another, name another city in America you will make a place like Vegas, and what would you do different? Name another city in America I would make a place like Vegas, and what would I do different? Yes. 
the only other place in America I think that I would make a place like Vegas do different would be Hawaii. Talk to me. And the reason is because you come to Hawaii, one thing you know, you can't walk back, you can't jog back, you can't <laughs> swim back. So one thing about it, if an individual who's gambling, if they come over there, they're going to know that they must leave enough to be able to get back. So it's going to have a lot of folks make sure they don't overindulge in the illusion that they are dealing with. Right. But ain't nothing wrong with having a good time. I'm all for that. But if you set up in somewhere like Maui or Hawaii, you know, you got the ideal spot because just to get there, you're going to take money. And you know it's going to take money to get back here, you see. Right. And I think it would be ideal, you know, to have something like that. That way you won't have people overstanding themselves. See, Vegas, many different ways to get here. You got airlines that get you here from someplace for a little $50. So, you know, that's what creating the, the problems with the different, you know, egotistic, you know, endeavors that we're doing called gambling, because that's basically all it is. You see what I'm saying? It's a high, just like any other high out there. Different people got different highs, you know. No more than a boss have a high. Right. Especially if a boss is narcissistic, his high is being able to give order, see people tremble. You see what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> see people obey. Uh, see people, you see what I'm saying? Have to ask, uh, be reliant on him. So different highs are out there. So, you know, basically, that's all that is providing. It's a high for the individual. Just make sure you don't get too high or you overdose. You are in the process of creating your own state in America. What rules would you have in place? No rules. Because first of all, as I was telling you earlier, the universe already have all rules in place. Anything that you do outside of that, anything that you create, it comes straight from the ego. And the ego responds to the illusion. So long as you're responding to the illusion, you're going to have problems. No matter what rule you come up with, you're going to have to have another rule, right, to supersede that rule. Because that rule is going to get outdated where you're going to have to come with another rule. Because it's always going to be something changeable. Because you're all trying to become what you already are. You're always trying to get perfected what you already got perfected. Mm. Everything is there. But because the ego makes you think it's not there... They give the illusion that there's a problem. That's right. So when they give an illusion that there's a problem, first thing you want to do is what? Go solve the problem. Right. That's why when I told you the little skit early, the little story about the monkey taking the fish out the water, up the tree, said, let me help you mm-hmm. up the tree so you can survive. Little did he know he just killed the fish. The fish were fine just like he was. <laughs> but because he thought the fish needed his help being in water. See, the monkey, the water is trouble for him, but for the fish, it's heaven. You see, mm. so one person hell is another person heaven, and one person heaven is another person hell. Well put. You see, that's the illusion. Black make white, and white make black. You can't have black without white. You can't have white without black. You can't have somewhere without nowhere. You can't have nowhere without somewhere. <laughs> If it's there, it's here. Right. If it's here, it's there. They are the same. Yes. But they appear to be two different. They appear to be multiple. You see? And that's why that's where the problem come in. You see? You appear to be outside of God, but you and God is the same. 
But since you don't know that, your ego said, no, 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 no. You are you, little tiny you, and God is God. So it set you up like that. Guess what? You spend your life trying to find God. Right, trying to Good figure God. it out, right. <laughs> <laughs> because you are him. Good luck on that one. Would you still have capitalism? Would I still have capitalism? Yes. Capitalism, no other than, guess what, reality. Mm-hmm. It's reality that as long as you have this ego, long as you're in this manifestation, you're going to always try to outdo the illusion, but you're going to fail every time. Right. You see? long as you're in this manifestation, the illusion is going to give itself to be just that, which means, guess what, competition. But mm-hmm. competition is suicide because who are you competing against? If everything is you, tell me who you are competing against. You're competing against yourself. That's right. But, of course, you don't think that, so guess what? You fight like a dog to be number one. <laughs> 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 and guess what? You always succeed. <laughs> right, right, right. Even when you think you failed, you have succeeded. <laughs> My man, I got a few. Uh, I got a few more questions, and that'll be it. Uh, and I want to thank you again. That was beautiful. Oh, you're welcome. So, if you had to pick these, I'm gonna I'm name some names to win a debate. To win a debate, Malcolm X or Louis Farrakhan? Which one? Malcolm X. Frederick Douglass or Marcus Garvey? Frederick Douglass. Martin Luther King or T.D. Jakes? Martin Luther King, of course. Dick Gregory or Dr. Claude Anderson? Gregory. Out of the names I mentioned, which one you like the most? Dick Gregory. Talk okay, to you me. understand the nature that there is no duality. You understand that we are the illusion. But like I say, when you're ready to wake up, you will wake up. Okay? Right. Even if it requires a person when they die. Well, when they die, they will get down. Set. If they didn't get away, they were playing this illusion, they definitely would get it in. But that's okay. When you're ready to wake up, you will wake up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Different <laughs> people wake up different times. <laughs> right. You sound like that. right. <laughs> That's right. That's the truth, though. That's the truth. And it's my. Right. You're not gonna wake up until you're ready to wake up. Take a guess why. Talk to me. Because you are it. You are that power. You that so universe. You, you that you universe. Right. You always get what you want, not what I want, not what somebody else want. You always get what you want, even though you might say, "Oh no, I didn't ask for that. Oh no, I didn't want that to go down like that. Oh, I wasn't looking for that. No." You always get what you want. But when you get it, you'll be the first to claim, oh, no, that ain't what I want. <laughs> you know? Right. That's right. Think of something that you bought a long time ago that you really want. You really want it bad. Now I bet you haven't even looked at it for years. <laughs> right, 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 right. You see how you play with yourself? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's funny you say that, man. Um, I remember you doing that when I was younger, but uh, let me ask you this last question right here. <laughs> Name a, that was beautiful. Name a movie you can watch. Name that one movie, and then I'm going to ask you, for my multiple choices of my own personal stash, I need you to pick one as well. But name, for, for you, name that one movie you can watch over and over again. Name that one movie. Uh, uh, let me see the name of this movie. Uh... If you have to, you can name a couple, but if you can pick one. 
one, one movie, it would be, uh, you know the movie with Morgan Freeman, it's off the tip of my tongue. Born the 4th of July? No, not Born on the 4th of July, him and Sal- Sally Johansson. Lean on me? No, not lean on me. No, Sally Johansson. You know the one uh, where you talk about the man? Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Could you hold on one moment? Let me yeah. look at something take, I can take tell you. Time. Okay. Hold on one moment. You said Scarlett Johansson? You talking about Lucy? Lucy, you must be talking about Lucy. Go ahead, give him a minute to get back on this um, recorder. Okay, you ready? Lucy, you talking about Lucy? That's right, Lucy. Talk to me. Because everything I've been talking to you about mm-hmm. for about the last 10 or 15 minutes, that movie hit it right on the head. Right. Okay, it hit it, I mean, straight between the eyes. And a lot of people didn't go to watch that movie and it didn't get great acclaim or nothing like that. Definitely wasn't gonna be nominated for no Oscar because people are not ready to wake up. They don't want to believe that they could do that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And they said, oh, these were drugs that got, you know, you know, bursting up out and they sent her to a psychedelic and stuff like that. I never forget I listened to Carlos Santana. Just about every time Carlos Santana talk, he always bring up something that a lot of people, especially of our age, we are familiar with, brought habit, especially to the African-American community, and that is LSD, right? Mm-hmm. He bring that up almost every single interview I know he bring that up. And you know what he bring it up? He say he tried it at one time when he was starting in his career, right? Mm-hmm. Just on low basis, right? But he say under care of a doctor or something like that, he said almost every human being should try that at least once. He's not saying use it, right? Mm-hmm. But have a doctor, you know, a psychologist, to have an individual to try that. Because he said, well, it show you that there is no duality. It's just you. Mm. <laughs> and that blew, that blew the interview of mine. If you ever get a chance <laughs> to be Carlos Santana, bring that up and watch our merch. You will have a conversation out of this world with him. And he is telling the truth. Right. There is no duality. Mm. But it's hard for us to realize that. That's how powerful you are. You're so powerful, you fool yourself. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) You're so powerful. That's why Jimi Hendrix was so incredible. You know who Jimi Hendrix, Mm -hmm. right? Incredible guitarist, right? Phenomenon, right? Mm -hmm. Guitarist. You see, because these people understood. You see what I'm saying? Right. They understood in that day and time. They woke up. And when you wake up, guess what? Anything can happen. It's good that some people don't wake up because maybe they cannot take it. Do, do you understand? Right. Some people cannot take and wake up to see exactly, you know, what was there, what was not there. You see? You know, there's sometimes a person wake up, they can be very violent because they be mad at themselves. That, wow, you mean I could have been got there? I never had to go through this, go through that. I'm sitting here holding all the cards and then, no, that's right. It always been you, mm. you see. 
That's it. That's why a lot of the ministers and preachers and rabbis and different religious leaders, they sit there and reason they don't feel sorry for their congregation, whether they are succeeding or getting what they need to get in life or not, because they know that individual is, okay, God. Do you understand what I'm saying? I it's all oh, look at God sitting there looking like, well, I can pay the bills, right? Oh, look at God sitting there saying how the man's are mistreating her. Mm. Oh, look at God sitting there saying how he can't get a woman. Oh, look at God saying, oh, they treat him bad at work. You see? So that's why if it seems like they are very insensitive, you might say, well, God, look at some of these sound like ministers. Some of them make millions of dollars. These guys got, what, G4, G5, private jets? And you say, wow, how can they take people money? People sit up there and listen to them day and night, right? And send them money. And they see these guys living in mansions just as good as uh, Steven Spielberg. So you say, well, wow, how can they do that? They don't have a heart for their congregation. A lot of them are poor people. No, they don't have a heart because guess what? They are enlightened. Do you know what the word enlightened means? Yes, I they you. understand that what they're looking at is God. And they understand God is trying to play a trick on them, playing like they are broke. Playing like they can't get this, they can't get that. They know you can get the same thing that they have, okay? Just like when you see a homeless person. You see a lot of them around where we work at, right? Mm -hmm. And you see them up and down the strip, right? Mm -hmm. Now, don't you feel sad? Don't all your emotion come out when you see a person, uh, you know, not clean, a person big and uh, struggling, all dirty or whatever? Your heart just breaking in two. If you're a person with any kind of sensibility, but underneath all of that is a power that will blow your mind, a power that's capable of being a thousand times richer than Elon Musk, okay, the head of Tesla, you see. Mm -hmm. But that person is doing what that person is doing because guess what? That's what that person wants to do. There you go. Then you go and interfere and try to change what that person is doing. Guess what? You might get hurt. There you go. I was reading a story. Well, guy seen this homeless uh, man, so he said, well, let me go over and give him a few dollars or something because, you know, he looked like he really needed help. When he went over, the man stabbed him to death. He lost his life. Just like that, when he was going over to give the man some money. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So so the illusion played some kind of trick. But that's okay. That was the illusion in itself. What happened? You see what I'm saying? Because one thing about energy, what do we know? It can't be created and it can't be destroyed. You it. That's right. You are the universe. Let me ask you this last one. Out of my personal, that was beautiful. Out of my out of my personal multiple choice for movies, which one would you pick? House Party, Cooley High, The Mac, Malcolm X, Colors, or The Last Dragon with Bruce Leroy? Not Bruce Lee, but Bruce Leroy. Which one would you pick out of my stash? I would pick the one with, uh, uh, wait, say it again, read them back a, again, because they're all wonderful. Thank you. House Party, Cooley High, The Mac, Malcolm X, Colors, The Last Dragon. I would pick The Last Dragon. That's the one with Bruce Leroy, not Bruce Lee, but Bruce Leroy, yes, why? Because of Bruce Lee and who he is. And the nature. Well, excuse of the me. Eye excuse me. It's Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy. What he was trying excuse, to show. excuse me, June. Excuse me. Uh, Bruce Leroy. The Last Dragon. Not Bruce Lee, but Bruce Leroy. Okay. <clears throat> that is a martial art flick, right? Right. Well, show enough. 
There you go. Right? Mm-hmm. And the martial art, all the martial art is talking about you finding you. Okay, my man. Thank you. Go ahead. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Martial art is more than just self-defense. Okay? It's more than just offense. Mm-hmm. It's you finding you. Do, do you understand? Mm-hmm. It's teaching you that you can never defeat you. <laughs> no matter how hard you try. Right. 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 Do, do you understand? You can never defeat you. So you said whether okay, it's Bruce Lee, whether it's Bruce Lee or Bruce Lee Roy, you, right? And you get up and brush yourself off, right? Mm-hmm. And you got bruises and everything over you, guess what? You still won. Because <laughs> you can never beat you. Do you do you understand? It's very deep what I'm telling you. Uh-huh. You can never beat you. Even if you try, let's just say, if you, right, let's just say if you the Republican Party, you're going to make sure nobody who calls themselves a Democrat or nobody calls themselves poor going to ever get a break. No matter what you do, you can never, guess what, beat them because they are you. Mm. You end up beating yourself. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you see the beauty of it? Right. You right. end up beating yourself. That's why they say be careful who you want to hurt. Because do you truly want to hurt yourself? I don't think so. That's funny because both of them, uh, the one with Bruce Lee Roy and uh, and Bruce Lee, you know, the different versions of them, but they're the same. Um, exactly right. I was right. able to watch that with both with my family. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, you're right, though. You're right. You're right. I want to think you end up defeating yourself no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. There's no mistakes being made down here in this universe. Okay. Right. I had a guy one day, and you know, was saying, "Well, but man, you know, you know this thing, you know, they would have never brought us here. Look what they did to us. They brought our ancestors over here in slavery and stuff like that." I said, "Well, in a sense, I said, I'm gonna tell you something kind of deep if you can handle it." I say, "You know, in a sense, it's good that they did did that because I say, look at Africa today. Mm. Okay, if they would have brought your ancestors over here, if they would have brought us here. Guess what? You'll be over there." Right. And there are places over there that ain't so sweet. Do mm-hmm. you understand? Mm-hmm. So when they thought they were bringing someone that would end up being a slave for life, guess what they end up doing? Talk to me. <laughs> they end up helping you. you <laughs> see? Talk to me. I said, do you know? Do you know that time there's a millions of Africans that would love to get here right now? They don't care if you didn't give them a dollar or nothing just to get here, even if you didn't give them a crown. You see, but you didn't have to go through that. I said, he brought your answer. So look, me and you are here now. <laughs> you, see, you see the beauty out there? They regret bringing, bringing your ancestor here. You see the beauty out there? You never lose. Right. Okay? You can't lose because it's all is you. Okay? That's why you can never lose. It's all is you. This is what Jesus was trying to tell him one time in the Bible about him and God. And they can't understand that him, God, you, y'all, one. It's one thing. Ain't no two, three, or four. We had to put it that way because that's what your ego wanted to hear. Your ego wanted to hear that, so he was satisfying ego. Most sages do that. You know, he was a sage. Most sages tell people pretty much what they want to hear unless the person say, okay, now give it to me. Give me the truth. I can take it. Then they give it to you, but most of the time, you cannot take it. You know what I mean? Most definitely. Well, you, you did. Like a, it's almost like a good friend that you have, right? 
and you see somebody using them and, and treating them real bad. Mm-hmm. But but every time you try to tell that friend something like that, the friend turn on you, you know, <laughs> because because they believe in this person so much. So you get to well, no, I'm just gonna sit there and watch him uh, keep on mistreating him. Because every time I try to say something to help him, he turn on me. You see what I'm saying? So that's what it's like. You you know, it's the ego, and the ego is like I told you. You know, you got you got that brain, you got that that mind, that brain mm-hmm. in that mind. You got that brain in the heart, and you got the brain in the guts. The one in the guts you should be listened to, but we tend to listen to the one up here that we call the mind. And guess what? He'd love for you to do that too, because guess what? That's when he get the dance. That's right. right. You remember, you remember the little song about Snoop Doggy Dog? He said, "That's the devil. He always liked to dance." Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I want to thank you for your time. He's been oh, you're great. Welcome. You you're did welcome. A, you, you did a phenomenal job. My I look pleasure. forward to having you on here again and again and again. Thank you. My pleasure. Anytime, and I hope it able to help someone who here in it is. Oh, most definitely will, especially even me. though they don't need help. <laughs> <laughs> right, cause, what you say? Because you, because you are the end. You are the universe. That's exactly right. You need that, but ain't nothing wrong with pretending that. You know, boredom makes you do things. You know. <laughs> In the next 10 years, which one of the major sports you can see possibly being eliminated in the next 10 years? Major League Baseball, NBA, hockey, or or, or NFL? Which one? I, I myself would say NBA. Reason why? Simply because, you know, a lot of the other sports... They are uh, they jealous because it's the only sport that the players got control, and that control is by black men. Now, I don't think it ever happened, but out of all the major sports, they have the best contracts, uh, and they have they more influential in what's going on in the league than any other league. The worst is baseball. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and uh, but I would say basketball because the other leagues are very jealous of. That's why they got a uh, a guy out of the NBA to run the NHL. Hmm. Because they want to try to follow uh, their platform. But basically, you know. The players in the NBA got more control of their future than any other players in, in major sports in the whole country. And now with the expansion of uh, basketball all around the world, you know, that vision is, is coming to into uh, fruition. Like you notice, the last three MVPs been foreigners. Hmm, right. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They actually been foreigners. And now they got a league in Africa. It's not that good, but it's gonna get better because the NBA just trying to make a lot of money, and also you know they went to China, right? You know, so so I would say if 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 any professional league that wouldn't exist in ten years, and it's simply because it's 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 ran by black millionaires, but owned by 
white billionaires. <laughs> Got you. You, you. you know what I mean? And then uh, the other um, the other industry of sports, they're very jealous of them. Trust me. <laughs> very jealous of them. Let me ask you this. Which, which of the four major airlines can you see possibly not existing in the next 10 or 20 years. That's American Airlines, United, Southwest, and Delta. Well, Delta is the biggest. Mm-hmm. I think American is second. I think Southwest is third, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the one that will survive is the cheapest one. In a, or cheapest airline, and I, you would have to say out of those feet is Southwest. Mm. So I, I would say uh, the ones that wouldn't survive are the ones that, which are the biggest. Myself and, and, and what I've seen. So cheap airlines are the deal now. Don't nobody care about, uh, you know, and I'm in that business. Right. And so mm. uh, I would say that. The cheapest airlines are the ones that's going to survive. Now, whether it's, it's going to be an industry that lasts, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, because with this fuel going up, uh, it's causing a lot of changes in our society. So, uh, I, I just think we got to wait that one out. But I would say the one that would last, if you want me to say the one that would wouldn't survive, mm-hmm. that's that's a hard answer. But 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 I would say. Either uh, Delta, or I would say the one that wouldn't survive is United. Mm, mm. Give me, give me, give me. Give me uh, what about United? One time, they were the biggest. Right. You know, I can see them being bought out. I couldn't see, um, uh, and also with that, you know, I don't know if you read the statistics uh, after the. Um, the pandemic, everything opened back up. Atlanta got to be number one again. Mm. You know, as far as you know, and actually, Las Vegas is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they were number five. Hmm. You know, so with everything opening up, and Delta is headquartered in Atlanta, and they got more flights in there. I don't see them uh, emptying out. I would say, I would say, out of out of the four, I would say United. You are in the process of creating your own state in America. What rules would you have in place? You know, you know that's what, that would actually want to dwell on that. Like, you know, um, you know, would you ask me that question? I got to ask you some questions to clarify. Okay. Now, would it be an existing state or... Would it be in a, uh, a state that they would single out for Afro- African Americans, or would it be a state that they would single out politically? Uh, in what region would that state be? And they see, all those are questions I got to ask. Not a problem at all. It'll be the it'll be the state that. Thank you. It'll be the state that you're making here in America, and it's your and rules. I would be, and I, I would have my choice. Yes, you have your choice. Yes. What rules, what rules you put put in place? Yes. First of all, I would want it to be a highly industrial state. Mm. So that way, that way we can make some money. Mm. Okay. Uh, 
how we had sort of a, a system set up where, see, I believe all systems, communism, socialism, and capitalism, they all end up the same way. Uh, simply because, and I think I've had this conversation with you because this is one of my pet, pet peeves. Uh, all three of them, they end with man. And we have some particular things that we do as human beings. You know, we're nothing but an animal. Mm-hmm. Okay? And being an animal, we can't change. And I know I discussed this with you. An alligator does the same thing it did 5,000 years ago. Right. Oh, okay? Uh, a porpoise does the same thing it did 5,000 years ago. A great white shark does the same thing it did 5,000 years ago. And I say humans are the same. We do the same thing we did 5,000 years ago. That's why books, uh, uh, religious books, you know, like the Bible and the Quran, and they are the bubbles. That's why those sayings still exist today, because you're dealing with humans. Right. And basically, we have to change. You know, uh, what what we change, of course, we got cars. You know, but one time they had horses. You know what I mean? So they, they, it's basically nothing but transportation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, man would still do the same thing. You know, he would, and, and, and I think man without religion, he still knows the difference in right and wrong. You know instinctively not to mess with your neighbor's wife and vice versa. You don't need a Bible to tell you that because that's something you already know. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Right. Uh, 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 you know how to treat your kids. You know what I mean? Because that's something you think instinctively know. My my daughter sent me something. I, I said it was about an hour ago. And we was texting about it. When I get off the phone, I send it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was down in Louisiana. And it was some women. It was a mom and a daughter. And as you read the article, you see what, what, what actually happened. We'll make a long story short. Uh, it was the, the little baby. She was four years old. Mm-hmm. And she died from an overdose of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And the grandmother made her drink, be- drink the rest of the bottle because she had got up on the counter and started drinking out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And her, 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 her alcohol level was 0.684. You know, for an adult, 3.2 you drunk and she died for overdose of alcohol overdose you, you, you know what I mean so like you know uh, uh, I, I thought that was uh, like those those parents and grandmothers knew not to do that right now they gonna go to jail forever the way I see it they ought to they ought to hang them up in a tree, like right, and let wild dogs eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know to do something. Like a child was four years old, right. and and overdosed. You know, and of course, you know they 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 were some uh, low income people. You know, you don't see that in in people like like you know I'm using uh, 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 a term bourgeois people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't dare do anything like that. They were low-income people, and I was—I would think that they thought it was—it uh, was something cute to do. Now the little girl is dead, and 
they going to jail. They actually, they in jail now. And I thought, I just thought that was something tragic. You know, tragic things happen like that with poor people. Now, I'm getting back to what, you know, the question you asked me about the state. With the rules. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. I, I would like to be, you know, a state where, where they got an infrastructure. Mm-hmm. You know, the infrastructure, you know, they got highways and they got an airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a ways for people to make money. Okay. They got an educational system where, like, you know, you wouldn't have people like that. Uh, they would do things, things like that, you know, uh, because if you don't know better, you can't do better. Hmm. You know, c- c- comparing it to those young, you know, I'm telling you about the, uh, the grandmother and the mother. Right. And the, mo- the grandmother was 53. And the daughter was, uh, I, she looked like she might have been 28. So the grandmother really wasn't old, you know, to punish a child like that. So I would have to, you know, I would want to have an infrastructure, like an educational system, uh, infrastructure roads, also an infrastructure where we can make some money, you know, because if, if, if you can't, if, you know, education is fine, but if you can't, the people can't have a job to make money, like, you, you know what I mean? Uh, all that stuff is done, don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? You gotta have to have, especially in a capitalistic society. Now, uh, you ask me the first thing I would do. I don't know if it would be capitalistic, communist, communistic, or uh, a socialist. Mm-hmm. I myself like socialism. Reason why? Because I think you got a better chance. All you gotta do is just look at capitalism now. You know, down the road. You get hurt worse. There you go. You, you, you see what I mean? Because eventually you you can't control it. Hmm. You can't control things. You don't have no control over things going up. You you, you know what I mean? And also in the socialist society, you got you know being the proletarians. Proletarians are the workers. Right. You got you got a better chance of controlling the proletarians than you got of of, of controlling the bourgeoisie. Hmm. Because they got money, so shit. So, so mentally, they feel better about themselves. But you know, you, you're always gonna have that society. That's why I said all three of them: communism, capitalism, and socialism. You still gonna have all three of those. You know what I mean? You gonna have like people that got something, and people don't have nothing. But I think you got more control of it with socialism. Uh, well, let me ask uh, you this. Well, basically, like I said, capitalism out of all three of them, it doesn't hurt as bad at first, but as, 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 as it exists, it causes more problems. And you know, we see we see it in, in our in our world right now. Everything's going up, but you ain't making no more money. Right. You know, and when you're a socialistic society, uh, uh, things don't go up as far and as fast. You know, so, 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 you know, I was talking to a guy who was from a, uh, he was from one of those countries in Eastern Europe. I forgot what he was, you know, but he was communistic. Mm-hmm. And this was when we went back to work. And we got in conversation. At a, you know, you get in a conversation at a, at a, mm-hmm. at a, at a stand, you know, with, with, with guys and, and in the pandemic and all, you know, that stuff was going on. So, you know, we had a conversation about about life, you know, and I like to know things 
I like to poke questions at people just like you do. And I said, what's the difference in you being in a communistic society and being in capitalism? He said, both of them have their pluses. Hmm. When, you, when, you're in a, when, you, when you're in a, 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 a capitalistic society, you got to work harder. Hmm. Okay? And, and you don't get no help. But he said in a, in, in a, in a, uh, 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 the society, a communist society or, uh, uh, a socialistic side, you know, they similar. They very, they, they very similar. It's a, it's a thin line between the two. You know, it's just a different ideology. You know, how you, you know, how you deal with it. He said, you don't worry about as many things as you do in capitalistic society. And he told me, he, he, you know, he said the ideal thing with him living in both, if they had some things, some capitalistic parts and some communistic parts, hmm. he said that would that, that would work better. Uh, uh, and also, I don't think if, if I had a state to start a state, I don't think nobody should be in charge for no more than two terms, whether it's terms of three years or four. I think four years a person. You know what I mean? I don't think nobody should be in control longer than that. Well, I'm going to give you some names. Because I, I think if you're in control longer, you would be deceitful. Mm, good, good one. I'm, I'm going to give you some... I, I want to ask you this next one real quickly. Um, I'm going to give you... I like that one. I'm going to give you some names of some people debating. And who you who do you think will win the debate? Come on with Bobby Seals or Huey P. Newton? Well, you know, it's be a Black Panther. So uh, it's going to be Huey P. Newton. Malcolm X or Farrakhan? Malcolm X. Frederick Douglass or Marcus Garvey? That was a hard one. Uh... Because I like I like Marcus Garvey better. Mm-hmm. I say Marcus Garvey because Talk he to. would he would he would. You gotta also look 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 at the time that they were around. I understand. Uh, 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 if I'm not mistaken, no no Douglas married a white woman, mm-hmm. and he was half white. And back back in days, even when I was coming up, my brother was lighter skinned than me, and he knew it. You know, the lighter texture your thick skin, you had a better chance. Right. Okay. And uh, I would say Garvey because I'm I'm more of a, a revolutionary. Douglas wasn't a revolutionary. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know he was compliant. Hmm. He just wants to show. He just wants to say show that he was intelligent, and that black people could be intelligent, which he was. So I would have to say Marcus Garvey because you know I like uh, I like I, I, I like I like his thoughts you know because because his thing was like fuck you right right you know you know what I mean so I'd have to say Marcus Garvey Dick Gregory or Fred Hampton ooh that's a hard one because I knew both of them uh, Fred Hampton was actually the, he was the most he was the smartest dude in the Panther Party. You know what I mean? Uh, smarter than you and P. Newton. 
and he was aggressive and so on and so forth. And plus, he could talk better. Hmm. Uh, you said, who'd you say again? Tell me again. Dick Gregory or Fred Hampton? Mm-hmm. That's a hard one. Dick Gregory made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You said, man, he made a lot of sense. <laughs> so did Fred. You know what I mean? I, I can take either one of them. Mm, okay. in his own in his own way uh uh Greg was revolutionary hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. you know he 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 had say some things that really could get under the opposition skin but he told the truth you know you tell the truth it don't make no difference right you follow what I mean and and it was like heart form for him that is it, it, it. I'm sorry I can't answer that but I, I, I can't take either one of them <laughs> well let me ask you this then uh, this is a follow up out of the list of yeah. names I gave you who do you think will win it I mean win if they all debated at once and why I would say Malcolm X. Why? Because he was a he was a, he was such a great great teacher. Mm. And out of all those you you you, you called to me, uh, he was man enough to change his mind about something that he was living his life on, and he saw. That it was not that saying it was the wrong way, but he was following he was following the wrong person. Hmm. You see what I mean? Right. And he and, and it's something that he admitted. Like, right. Uh and you know, like a lot of them you said, you know, they speak. I would have to say, even though, even though Marcus Garvey was the first to talk like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another thing, like, you know, Marcus Garvey wasn't from the United States. He was from Jamaica. Most definitely. You, 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 you know what I mean? So I would I would have I would have to give it to him. And it's it's close seconds in there. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh Fred had a lot Fred had a lot of uh, what you call uh, uh Malcolm X in there. Mm-hmm. And plus he could he could talk. Yeah, Fred Hampton you from know? Chicago, right? Uh, Fred Hampton from Chicago, right? Yeah, from Chicago, That's from right. Maywood. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was kicking with them, and, and I knew Deborah Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, she's from the South Side. That's the same Panther newspaper. Seize the time for the time seizes you. Let's be downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was a revolutionary, you know, so uh, uh, I, I would have to say, uh, Malcolm X. And, it's and a, like I said, close second, close third, close, close for, but I, I would just, I like his thoughts and his delivery better than all of them. And, 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 and well, well, all of them, if you hear any of their tapes or read any, any uh, of, of their texts, you know, stuff that they, you know, their speeches, mm-hmm. like, right, like, some of them can be awful inspiring you know what I mean right you know but I, I, I would just say uh, uh, I would say Malcolm X he was he was 
but all of them was brilliant. You know, I don't like you put me in a corner like this. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. to me, they're just saying what's the best car, Benz or, you know, or Cadillac. You know what I mean? Cadillac on the road, bad car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you, you know, so. The highway opposed to a road. Like, you know what I mean? So, and I'm talking about the old Cadillacs. You know, they number float. You know, so you felt a little bit more comfortable. I got you. Well, let me ask you this last one real quick, man. That was sure. that was well put, man. Uh, I know it was challenging though, but uh, it was good to know that I didn't know about you, which is great. Uh, yeah. Name that one movie. There's a lot of movies, man. But uh, name that one movie you you can watch over and over and over again. Name that one movie. <laughs> You know, first of all, I'm saying I'm not a, I'm not a movie person. Mm-hmm. But it's a few of them. Well, oh my God, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, uh, what was the name of that movie? That's when they went back, got got their boy. They was this was. Oh my God, I can't. Uh, okay, this is one. It, it's it was just Miami, me and my buddies when we was young. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not know nothing about it. Talk but to you me. might. It was called Wild Bunch. Okay, talk to me. I never heard of that one. You never heard of that, like, right? Give me something. Humphrey Poppy, a boy guy was in that movie, and they were fighters during the Mexican War. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in 1812, I mean, 1912 or something like that. And they, they captured their boy. And they knew they was gonna die when they went back to go get him. Get him. Uh, and actually, it was so it was so uh, drastic, and a lot of killing was in it. When when uh, I think it came out, if I'm not mistaken, in sixty uh, sixty four, hmm. when uh, when uh, Kennedy got killed. Hmm. But it was called the Wild Bunch. The Wild Bunch. Okay. Yeah, and they and they went back and got their boy. Even against all the odds, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, and they could have left it and got away, hmm. but they went back. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's called The Wild Bunch. Hey, real like, quick, I you get to talk to me. Look it up. I will. I had the movie, and it was like a modern cowboy movie. Like I told you, it was in the nineteen, like nineteen twelve. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, they had cars and stuff like that but they were in the west you know what I mean and it was they was fighting Mexican hey man that's a heck of a movie and me and my boys <laughs> we used to love it so you're gonna always go back and get your boys like you know you know, it's almost like two kicks in the bucket and motherfucker I'm coming back and get them right. you know what I mean they caused a lot of havoc when they went back with all of them down. damn you know what I mean but like you get a chance man see that movie it's called The Wild Bunch and they were some bad they were some bad, you, you, you know what I mean? They were similar to the Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know what I mean? But, but way more better. You know, mm-hmm. well, way more better movie. Like I said, when you get a chance, you know, and I know it's a difference in our age. And like I said, you never heard of that movie. Right. Check it out. Most definitely, most definitely. Let me ask you this last one. You, I, you see what I'm talking about, like you know, I, and, and I come with that generation. You know, me and my boys, we got we got fight to the end. That's right. That's right. You know what I mean? To the end, and that's where it was. Me, <laughs> you know, I know I have one. 
I I know I have, excuse me. I I know I have one. Um, this was the last question, but I got one more to ask you real quickly, and I'm gonna end it like this. It's about boxing. Yes, it's about boxing, real quickly. Excuse me, but it's about boxing. I'm gonna mention some names. Just pick one: Floyd Mayweather or Sugar Ray. Normally I would, t- I would. Okay, Sugar Ray. I gotta take Sugar Ray. Lennox, not Sugar Ray. Lennox, Sugar Ray. Lennox Lewis or George Foreman. Thank you, young fella. All right, peace. All right, bro.